and welcome to episode 10 of the First Exchange podcast with me, your host, Lydia Daydahl, and I'm delighted to be joined in studio by the one, the only, Mr. David Allen. Woo! Yeah, it's nice to be here. It's lovely. Do you like my studio? Yeah, it's a nice office. I like it, yeah. I like the it. Studio? No, I'm on about the full office. It's nice. The building? Yeah, some good people work here. Yeah. Motorbike bird in there. Producer Danielle yeah. drives a motorbike. Jamie You're really Sheldon, impressed yes. by that, aren't you? I can't, I can't, I can't just can't imagine her on the motorbike, to be honest. She does. Yeah, I don't like bikes. Don't trust two wheels. Need at least four, I think. Right. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, how are we doing? Yeah, I'm not bad. I had loads of CBD gummies last night. You're concerned that your eyes might be a little closed? I don't know what was going on. <laughs> I woke up this morning and I couldn't see for two hours. I texted you, didn't I? Because yeah. I thought I didn't think I could make it. I overdosed on him I would gone I thought I wanted a good night's sleep so I had a bit of a tickly cough and I thought I'll have a few of these mm. well <laughs> my you, eyes are open your honestly. eyes are open you look lovely thank you very much I had a bad wrist and um, my bad wrist don't hurt this morning so it, it does work that stuff oh there you go are you going to announce a new sponsorship with a CBD company anytime <laughs> soon <laughs> these, is these, this where we're going with this these they've worked Let's put it that way. Right. It's work like bloody hell. So what do you want to talk about? Today. I'll yeah. talk about anything. Because we I, I normally I would have a little plan of like what yeah. I'm gonna talk about with people, but we've done so many interviews together. Mm. It's kind of when we used to do our Friday night lives on Instagram mm. throughout the pandemic, we entertained a nation and lots of your fans, not really your fans that are now my fans. Yeah. We're like you guys need to do something together. <clears throat> you need to do a podcast. You need to do more filming together. Well, and they, I, they I like the sporadicness I, of us. I get stopped sometimes. Stopped Some, where? Like in the street. Yeah. I was at an evening with Brian Rose the other night, right? And some bloke came over and he went, um, well, the first thing he said, didn't mention boxing or anything like that. It was on about the, the, um, the lives that he used to do. That was the first thing he mentioned before boxing. Anything, they mentioned him. Thank you, swear me. I promise you. I won't make that up. Yeah, and they mentioned him. So I used to love him in, on, uh, in lockdown. They're the highlight. A lot of more, I won't say more than a handful, actually, but a handful of people <laughs> said to me they got. They was the highlight of lockdown. And I thought, bloody hell, their own life must be shite. Wouldn't it be? No, I think, I think it was just, you know what I think must it was? Must be slow. Must be slow at home for them. Must live alone or something. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I think it was? I think it was because we... Done it every Friday night, regimented, 7pm, on the money, not a minute late. And we didn't know what we were going to talk about. And no. we done quizzes. We done quizzes. <laughs> well, I enjoyed it, me, because a lot of people think I'm daft, but it was nice to let people know. Yes. You know what I'm saying? They are um, actually very intelligent. Well, I don't like to keep it on the quiet, but yeah. It was nice, though, because our friendship... It just came out of nowhere. Yeah. And it blossomed. It did. It was nice. It was good. It was good because I think it was nice because, you know, you was my first friend, first female friend I've ever had. Was I? Pro- probably, yeah. I would say so, yeah. Really? Yeah. Dave? It's a true story. Are you going to cry? No, no, but <laughs> obviously I've had lots of female companions over the years, yeah. but you've always got other, uh, you got a different... Your modes operandi with you is different. Yes. So that's why I think I think it probably came across uh, wholesome. Yep. And nice because that I didn't I didn't I didn't you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. All right, you're making out no. like I'm some kind of gremlin. No, we just, just we no, are yeah. good friends. Yeah, we just hit it off, and it was it was nice. You were like one of the, one of the boys, or I was like one of the gals. Yeah, you were definitely like one of the gals. Yeah, so it was nice. I think that's why I think that's why it was it was it was wholesome content. It was, and, and it also yeah. a lot of people say that we bounce off each other quite well. Well, I would say I would say I would say that's a fair assessment. It is. Of what we do. So you're very, you're intelligent and I'm funny. <laughs> well, I think, I think we're a good mix, obviously. What you're not good at, I'm good at. What am I not good at? Well, things. You're like, like the opposites of each other on, on, on spectrums. So it's nice. I feel like I, I'm sort of like a rain for you. Like I, I kind of I have the reins well, on you a little bit. I don't listen to nobody in the world. So I definitely don't listen to you. But... It's you nice. told me before that you do listen to me. But it's cute that you think that, but it's difficult <laughs> because the older I get, I used to look at my dad and I used to think, bloody hell, he don't listen to no one, he's got no thinking, but I've become that now. But the only thing, the good thing that I've got is awareness. I'm very self-aware. Yeah. When I'm being an arsehole, mm-hmm. I know I am. Yeah. And I'm doing it on purpose. <laughs> so it's yeah, but right. I always tell you when you're being an arsehole. Yeah, and I always go, Lydia, shh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, self awareness I think is a very important thing to have, and I've got it. You I do. know when I'm I know when I'm doing wrong. You so do. I, yes, I can always I can always rein it in. Whenever I, anything in my life I've ever done wrong, people always say, "Oh, I didn't mean to do that." You do everything I ever do wrong. I mean to do it. If I'm ever horrible, I mean it. There's never no accident about it. Discuss that. Well, I just think people always say, "Oh, I didn't mean to do that." Well, you do mean to do it. We can control there's nothing we can't control. There's been things when I look back on when I was younger and think, well, I was out of control or I couldn't help myself. Of course you can. With everything in life. Everything. Whether that's whether that's uh, any any form being being violent or whether that's other women while you've got a partner, whether that's mm. anything, arguing, saying saying comments, you can always hold it in. You're in full control. And I think that is why when I was younger, you know, people talk about mental health problems and stuff which obviously I may have had a f- I've had a few in my time I'm a bit I'm a bit of a, a bit different aren't I yeah but I always used to think I can't control it but the reason why these days I think my mental health problems that people call them are under control is because I realise I can control myself mm-hmm. and I've started to control myself lately mm-hmm. which which helps yes but it's true though because but I don't know if I agree, that I, I don't know if yeah. I agree that you're in control not you personally but um, some I, people, I'm just some people sh- are mad like, but for them. Can I just while you're talking? Can I just put down your mic a little bit? Of course you can. The vast majority of people are, we're in control. Nine everything I've ever done in life is good or bad. I deserve credit for, or I, or I deserve stick. No, I I agree that like we are in control of our emotions and we're in control of our actions. But are you not factoring in that sometimes we? Like you're, you can be impulsive. Like I'm, I'm talking from my experience, things that I've regretted or ways that I've treated people or you know things that I've gone. I wish I hadn't have done that. I am in control in the moment, you're but in I'm control. not. You're in control. You're in control. I had a bird for seven years, right? Yeah. And we should have got married and have kids. We ended up shagging some other bird for a while. And yeah. at the time, I thought I couldn't help myself. Of course, I could help myself. Oh, you definitely could have. Yeah. Exactly. These are the things I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> or things like when you're younger and you and you and you hit someone and you think, oh, I can't, I can't control myself. Of course, you can control yourself. As I get older, I work with my control becoming stronger as I get older. Where I can everything, I'm just like, I sit and think about everything now before I do. I, I think before I act now, whereas I didn't used to. Maybe that was with age. 
Obviously, you control everything. Everything's in our control. Nothing's in, not, and things that aren't in my control, I don't worry about. This is your awareness kicking in. You're you're learning this as you're getting older, and you're becoming more so. aware of your actions. I've definitely I've matured a lot the last couple of years now, mm-hmm. and I can tell by things like my Instagram account used to be the go-to place for comedy, yeah, childish behaviour. Yeah, there ain't none of that no more. Why? Because I've grown up. Mm-hmm. I come here today and everyone probably thinks that bird in there probably thinks I'm childish and them out there probably think I do and I'm a bit childish I like to have a bit of crap but yeah. I, I've, 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 the change in me over the last couple of years has it's been, it's been unbelievable I've really uh, matured a lot and I put that onto a lot of things mainly I give myself a lot of credit for it <laughs> <laughs> Go on what, what, why do you give yourself credit like what have you done what have you implemented well obviously not gambling has been a has been a big factor. Yeah, yeah. We've spoke um, about the gambling thing yeah. quite a few times on like the our interviews and stuff that we done, and that was impulsive. But I always know I was wrong. I've done some horrible things to gamble. But is life. that is that part of the thrill of doing it that you know it's wrong? Um, I've been doing it from I've been gambling from being eight years old. Yeah. So in my teen years, I could do things. I could do horrible things off of it if I needed money. And as I got older, you know, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a thief or a robber, but I could get a few I could get a few good off people. Yeah. And and um, and I was I was a junkie. You know, like people talk about drug addicts in, in a demeaning manner. Mm-hmm. You know, and alcoholics like he's an alky or I look at him or he's a smacker or whatever. But I was only the same for betting. But betting's not frowned upon as much mm. because to look at me physically. Well, I'm not having a bet. You wouldn't have known I had a gambling problem. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We can look at someone who's on drugs and drinking. People laugh at them, and that's why I, I know lots of like I know a lot of my friends have got drug addictions, or um, a lot of people I know drink, mm. and people say, "Oh, well, he's got a problem." I had a massive problem. I was as bad as them, and I was I was dependent on gambling the same way that they were dependent on drugs and drink, but you couldn't see it, luckily. Mm. But uh, I had that same dependence, and I had that same streak in me where if I wanted a bet, I was gonna fucking have one. Mm-hmm. And I weren't bothered what I weren't bothered what I had to do to get it. So it was different. But as I got older, obviously, I, I learned you can't behave. You can't behave that way. Mm. Um, do Do you recognise when you look back on it, like the points when it was really bad, like what was going on in your life that you know the the, the kind of the gambling was sort of like at an all time high. <laughs> well, like what triggered you to 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 gamble, or was it just an everyday thing? Well, from being eight year old, my dad always bet every day. So when I was about eight, I started betting. And I was betting from eight to about, I would say about 18. Mm-hmm. I remember like one pound a Saturday, which is not a lot. My mum doesn't have any money, but they allowed me to bet on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I would do that and I would watch them and I'd be right into it. But I'd never win any money, and I, and I, but I wouldn't lose any money, so it weren't thought of. Then when I started college at 18 and a half, well, I, was late, I was late going to college, but when I went, we started going to uh, St. James at dinner time. And I What's got, that? It's a bookmakers, and I started getting involved with the roulette machines in there. Mm. So I was betting on them, and I was betting on um, the horses and, and the whatever. And then it just got worse, and then I found online gambling at 20. Mm. And that was the fuck, that was that was the game ender for me, you know what I mean? So from being 20 to 26, anything I ever earned would go on um, would go on gambling from that point, really. So it, was, it, was, it wasn't good light. It's not good. How do you feel about... Obviously, you know, your profession, your career, boxing, and the fact that it 
is sort of like completely surrounded by gambling mm. and you know a lot of media outlets a lot of um promoters they're all backed or sponsored or doing advertising well, I, deals don't, I couldn't care less okay i know you don't care less but do you think that it is you know you know but it's control it's all control okay. i'm under control now it's all control yeah. These young men that... The thing with gambling is, gambling is so dangerous because I've got loads of mates who are about £20 on the football every every weekend. Yeah. So if I say to you £20 every weekend, you go, well, it's not... You've got an all right job, it ain't a lot, is it? Mm. Well, £20 every weekend yeah. for 10 years is £10,000. You know? So, 20, so imagine, imagine, imagine them putting, doing £200. Mm. You know what I mean? You're on 100 grand over 10 years. Yeah. Two grand, you're on a million pound. Mm-hmm. I look back at my career and up until... Maybe maybe even the price fight, probably. I was just breaking even up until that point, mm-hmm. you know, because I was I was always um, playing catch-up. I was always playing catch-up and look at these advertisements and that. And I think... I, I don't get bothered. I'm not bothered by anything in this world. Nothing really... I'm not offended by nothing. And nothing really upsets me like I see stuff like that. I'm not a moan about it. I don't think it's great, but... Gambling... Uh, the taxation on gambling or whatever else probably pays for a lot of good things as well. Yeah. So you take all these things into consideration and it's all down to us to control. Mm-hmm. I've been there. I tried killing myself over and I look back and I used to think I was a fucking... I was a fucking manic, depressed fucking psychopath at the time, like when I was young, a bit younger. But um, I look back now and I think, well, what, what, what caused me to be like that? I think I was always that way anyway. But it was gambling as well. Mm-hmm. Gambling was a big part of it. You know, we look at... I think a lot of us now as a generation, we try and blame... We blame depression and all these other things. Um, but we don't We don't want to accept why... What was making us that way. And for me, gambling was a hell of a lot of it. And that was me doing it. I was causing my own stress, my own my I own way it. to feel this way. So now I look a bit old and I think, David, I... I um, I could have helped myself a lot mm. more by if I weren't gambling, I don't think I'd have had half the problems I was having. So I look back now and I put a lot of the blame on myself for that for being that way because I was problemed anyway, but I weren't half adding stress on myself. Mm. When you look if you if you look back, you know, even before that, can you piece together why you feel, you know, the depression, you know, the suicide attempt Gambling, everything, it, a reason for why you think that might have well, I, I, well, happened. From, from gr- I, growing up, right, my life was all right, really. But it was hard. I had a, a relationship with my dad was always a weird, funny one. It was hard growing yeah. up. It was difficult. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, my, I'm not going to talk bad about my old man because he's my dad, but... It well, w- you do love him. Yeah, of course you do. But it, it was hard. Growing up was hard. Yeah. It was hard and... Um, it was com- it was it was confusing for me. I think it's the best way to put it. How was it confusing? It was confusing. I wasn't. I was never really sure where where that was, where mm. I was coming or going. Yeah. When I came in from school, I wasn't sure. You just. I wasn't. I was. It was hard as a kid. It was just mm-hmm. a bit difficult. I felt. As I, I used to, I could talk bad about my old man. Like, I used to, but as I got older, I think he's my dad. Mm-hmm. And while he's here, you can't. I'm not going to. You can't speak bad of him because he's my old man. Mm-hmm. As I get older, you know what I mean. So. But you know, it's not. It's not anything like how you feel is not an uncommon feeling. I mean, I think the yeah. majority of people have issues with their mm. par- like their parents. You know, we all do, you know? Yeah, of course. It was... Um, yeah, so as I got older, I don't know. I think I think we're all the same. 
Mm. We're all in the same boat. We all have different feelings and thoughts and yeah. and all the rest of it. Um, but as I got older, I never helped myself. Mm-hmm. Never. Whether it was gambling, whether it was whether it was other women, while I while I was with someone, I would always be causing myself extra mm. stress. Always. And I think that's the problem we've all got. You know, a lot yeah. of take depression at an all time high in young men, and I believe that's probably correct. But I look at it now, and I and I and I. About I think it was about a year ago and I sat down and I um and I just faced it all. Mm. I literally sat down where with a friend of mine and I just and I said, um well, I think it must be after I retired. And I was just like, mate, we're we're I realised and I like that's I'm a lot better now, more mature now because I mm. realised I was causing a lot of my own shit. Yes. This I don't want to sit here, I'm not sitting here saying, I've had a fucking mad box of frogs, as you know, but mm. I went off causing a lot of my own shit. Yeah. My happiness last 12 months has been a lot of, you know, I've shaved my head a bit ago, <laughs> like I had a bit of a mad one. It's going back now, but, Yeah, it's coming back. Now and again, I have a mad one, I can't help it, because obviously, because I'm a certain way, I'm fucking mad. But I realised, when I, I cut out a lot of shit that I was doing before. Yeah. And I was happy for long. I was happy for long periods of time. How impairing no is that, though? When you yeah. realise that, oh, it's actually my actions are causing these reactions. Oh, yeah. and, I, and I took responsibility for them for the first time. Yeah. And I also spread a message of light. You know, mental awareness, yeah, which I, I still stand by and hundred percent say, look, if you're feeling a certain way, you get all the, all the rest of it like I used to. But now it's like more like when I talk to people, I'm like, look. Let's fucking stand up to it. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking let's face it head on. What we're worried about. Yeah. If I'd have had this attitude in when I was between eighteen and twenty three, twenty four, mm. I'd be a different man in front of you now. Yeah. Do you know? Mm. You got to stand up and accept these things. But do you not also acknowledge, appreciate that? You know, because you have gone through it. Mm. You're now at this point in your life, whereas that if if you had had this awareness when you were 18, 19, yeah, it would have saved you 10 years of pain in whatever form it would have come at, but you wouldn't have had the same life experience. Like, do you not believe that... Uh, Maybe not everything happens for a reason, but, like, can you not appreciate the experiences that you've had? uh, Maybe. I remember in my early 20s, I had a girlfriend, right? We were together for seven years on our flight. And... um, Shit, she could write a fucking book here. I'm not here from I don't feel I don't feel like you've ever recovered from this relationship as your no, the, as your friend. But when I, when I, as I look back at it now, I would sit in the house right twenty twenty one am with a frying pan and I just smash my own face in with this frying yeah. pan, and she would try and be stopping me. Do you know what I mean? I was hating myself at every. We we end up living a life where there was there was no fucking cutler in the house mm. and all the rest of it. I don't. I don't no, of course I don't. I don't life. I don't want that life experience. I don't want it. It was hard. It was. It was. It was. Yeah. But I'm not bothered about what's gone before. What happened yesterday and before yesterday is gone. So I'm not bothered. I don't mind. Mm-hmm. I'm here now. I feel alright. It's hard because people ask me loads of questions about stuff like this, and I try and answer it in the best way I can. And I think there's people out there. I think a high percentage of them. I spoke to someone the other day, I know him, I don't know him really well, but he was like, oh, I'm cutting his health in a, in a dark, in a bad way, what's your advice? And I said, mate, stop drinking so much, stop stop, stop doing so many drugs, mm. stop, stop, stop fucking 
cheating on your bed, stop doing all the rest of it. Mm. And I promise anyone who's watching this, your problems are fucking not even not even by half. By ninety nine percent of your problems are gone yeah. and done. Well, I mean Some people don't even have them problems anymore. The drink drugs being unfaithful, that's a cycle. Of course. You know. I never did drink They all or, go together. I never did drink or drugs, yeah. Yeah. But with, with women women gambling help I was me, horrific. Help me understand <clears throat> I can understand, I can, uh, maybe it's uh, because it's a personal thing and it's personal bias. I can understand the gambling. I can understand the depression, the self-harming. What I don't understand is the cheating. But that's because I'm not, that's because I'm not like that. No, no, I think, look. I mean, I've said this to you before. Human, like, I mean, I've hum, said this. Human to you. life has been around for, for for billions of years, right? Yeah. And it's happened for billions of years. Yeah. So no, I get that. I'm not going to say. Listen, I'm not. I'm, I'm don't be perking up now because you're like <laughs> getting ready to defend yourself, right? Because for me, it's like I get that. Just because you're in a relationship with someone doesn't mean that you're not going to be attracted to other people. We've all been there. We've all been in relationships and gone, oh my mm. god, this person is really attractive. But it's about the being able to stop yourself in the moment and saying, "Is this one night? Talk, is this earlier. one <coughs> night with this person worth throwing mm. away my relationship with this?" And if it, if 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 in that moment mm. you go, "Yeah, it is," then do what you need to do and yeah. then go home and you break up think, with that girl. You always think that, so you're done. But you know, <laughs> what I'm saying is this: now I'm old, yeah. I, mean, I agree with you 100%. I agree with you right yeah, now. Okay. But when I, you know, do you know, do you know why I was unfaithful to the girl I was with? Go on. Because I was, I was needy. Yeah. And I was, I was, um, what's what I'm looking for? I didn't have any confidence in myself. Oh. My only confidence came from being with these women. That was it. I thought I was the man. Why, what, 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 where, what did you get the, co- like, how was your confidence filled by being with I all these know. women? I don't know. So but let's. It was. At what point in your career is this happening? Like, can before you remember my career? From before it, from before it, yeah. Oh, so you can't? You're not even blaming a celebrity status on on I blame your identity. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but obviously, <laughs> where I'm from is not a big place. Um, yeah, I know. I live but, here now. Yeah, but obviously, love making is not a hard thing to get for anyone, male, female, whatever. Yeah, it ain't a hard thing to do. It ain't, it ain't being it ain't impressive, but obviously. That again, that took me a long time to figure out as well. What? That being with those women is not impressive. I used to think it was a be all and end all. But you do it as a young man, you do, but you're a woman, so you don't understand. But as a man, no, I mean, it's like okay, a badge, okay, I don't like a badge of honor. When you're, the bad, when you're the man of the group, yeah, and you're at it all the time, yeah. you're the main man. Everyone's like, oh, you're the, you know what I mean? Is that what goes on? I believe, yeah, of course it does, yeah, you're the man, <laughs> aren't you? fist pumping, <laughs> you're away. But I, yeah, I, I lived, a, I lived a, a really unhealthy life. All my career from before it, but during it, Jesus, mm. horrific. When you started getting a little bit famous, shall we say? Yeah. When Papi Delahoya started. I won't say the women didn't increase any more or less. It was always this. You're same. joking me. I remember. Uh, why do you think? Why do you think women want this? to sleep? What? How many people have watched this before I say what I was about to say? <laughs> well, whatever the numbers are, it'll probably triple by whatever you say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm much happier the last year. I found I found an, a, a woman, a new woman. Yeah. And, and been good. Yeah, well, uh, and that's helped. That's lovely and great, but we're going back. I'm not letting you away with this. Why do you think that women 
like you definitely have to have seen an increase in attention um from uh, people not yeah, even probably. just necessarily women no, no. at what point no, was it the level of bird heightened the level of woman increase that's not even happened not the numbers the the level of the the height of beauty of them oh interesting that, i would say like you start getting women like you see on the tv women that you that, that's what happens you don't get i won't say you get more numbers is easy anyone can get numbers it's easy numbers is getting them through the door is easy but the level of women coming through the door that increased i started seeing women that i've seen on the tv started seeing women that i've watched on the internet do you know what i'm saying that is what starts to, that that is what starts to happen <laughs> right but but now I think phew, I look back now I think I wish I'd never done all that. I could write a book on stuff like that. Why do you regret it? Because I, I mean, not, if, I'm not if, proud if, you're, of if it. you're hurting people because you're cheating yeah, on people, I did. Then yeah, I've got massive regrets. I've had. So why wouldn't you I've just three be single? And I've had three girlfriends in my life. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't have asked for better women in my life. Yeah. And it's different points in my life. I, I could look at it all now. I could have married all of them. Yeah. I don't. I don't regret it. But I don't half think, I wish I would have done that. Mm. But of course, from tears and that, I'm a bit emotional thinking about it now because they was, really, they was amazing people and I, I messed up really massively, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it does upset me when I think about it and I think, but I didn't stop and think, I didn't stop to think about it for a long time. Because every time I split over bed with one of them, well, no, I've only had three girlfriends, but when I split with one of them, to go on a mad rampage to not think about it. Because if I was on my own, I would think about it. So I would literally fill my day with women. But I wouldn't fill it with the gym. Because that would be, that'd be hard. Yeah. The easy thing to do was just to get women around and, and feel like I was the man. When I weren't the man, really, I was a loser, weren't I? To be honest, because I, I, lost, I lost what I had that was good before. But that's what, that's what men, that's what we do, isn't it? If we're stupid like that. You are stupid like that. 100%. And it, it's, it just, it's so common. That it's really baffling to understand. For me, for, for me personally, I don't but, understand. Like it. men out there, of course, <coughs> men out there, I've seen some of the birds out there, it's mad. So, it's hard, isn't it? I think it's hard. As a woman, you can sit there and go, well, I'd never do this, never do that, but you know when you're out and about, yeah, and it's. <laughs> no, I've been, I've been out and about. <coughs> it's hard. I've been out and about, but you, it's about choices. I stand up for a man any day of the week that's like, well, that's your, your nice. I go, well, you understand it. When, so. did, when did you start noticing that, like, you know, your, I suppose your status started to increase? At what point in your career was it? Um, I reckon when I, when I beat Nick Webb. Yeah. Probably. But the funny thing is, you know, when women come to my house, yeah. Yeah. I only had a, I didn't even have a mattress on the floor at this point. I had a TV on the floor, there was no TV stand. And I had three set e cushions, so they come round to my house. They come in the house, and all the all you could see was three set e cushions and a TV. That's all I had in the whole house. And I think these women, these women were coming to my house, yeah, and they were expecting like I don't know, I can't even drive, can I? So I think they was expecting like I don't know, like some big car on the drive, yeah. My house is alright. My house don't look. My house looks nice on the outside. Even so you come house. in, you go up the stairs. Like yeah, the living room's through there. They go for the living room. We walk in. The only thing that was in there. Um, was a TV on the floor and three set of cushions, two that I'd and one next with next to the radiator that I put me in on like that. So um, go in the kitchen, there's a kettle in there, and, that's a, and a toast. I think that was about it. There was no food in the house. And you go upstairs. Um, when I first moved in, there, was, there wasn't anything upstairs at all apart from the bathroom. There was the shower. There was no. There was no running water. 
But I lived like that for about a year and a half. <laughs> so all these women that come around, like... <laughs> you, I think they you're ex- a very simple man. We've established this. It. So they come around and sit there. I'd be like, I'm going to get something to eat. They'd be like, oh, what do you want to do? So we've got to get something to eat and you come back and you know, sit cushions again. But um, I'm not sure. I can't remember how I started the story, but that's how I was living for a long time. We're talking about when you fought Nick Webb. That yeah, you've got, noticed no, that in people's number, reaction. In birds, it's like the level of them. That's it. Mm. But you can only eat, you can, you can go to the chocolate shop, right, yeah? Yeah. You can only eat so much chocolate anyway. Yeah. And you're over face with it. Yeah. You know, so... I, I've tried to live... I've had girlfriends, yeah, for ten years. Mm. And you wouldn't even know at the first two. No one even knew. No one thought it was on my own. Well, you are very private. I had one for seven years and no one knew about her. And that's my biggest regret. Because she deserved to be shown to everybody. Mm. As did they all. But it's difficult because now now I would never do it because too many too many people follow me and all the rest of it. Yeah. I don't like it, but that's my biggest regret is I didn't show Emily You off. don't like all the people following you? I don't like them. For, I don't like them following my fucking bed. People ask, me, people ask me all the time, what the fuck are you asking questions about bed for? <laughs> because they're interested. Yeah, but I don't like it. Do you it. not understand that? Like like that. That's just the way it is. Like no, but yeah, that's my biggest regret is, I, is hiding them away because mm-hmm. they didn't deserve it. So that's my biggest regret. I would say in my life up to this point, my biggest regret is hiding the, the two girlfriends away because they deserved a lot better than that. That's a fair point. And they thought I was hiding them because I was trying to get other birds. Which that's what I would think. Which which was true for the first one, but not the second one. Do you know what's a really good way to like? Because <clears throat> you know, social media has like taken over dating yeah, in a sense. Yeah. In like sliding into people's DMs, you know, like whatever it might be. So a good way to filter out. Because unfortunately, men. I can only talk about men because mm. I'm not gay. Um, but men. Um, have no problem sliding in DMs when they're in relationships. Of like course, they think yeah, that. Yeah. So a good thing to do is to like comment under a picture. But I sit here, yeah. I sit here <laughs> and um And hope their girlfriend sees us. In years gone by, yeah, I've been I've, in years gone by I was 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 wrong. An awful. Do you know what I mean? I can see how you would get caught up in it. It's um, difficult. As a young man, yeah, as a young man, it's yeah. hard. Yeah. You know, and I think every sportsman will go for it. Everyone in every walk of life go for it. I've got mates who are plumbers mm. who have the same problem. It's hard. Me and you ain't going to solve it. It's out here. But <laughs> it'll happen. It's happened before. It's happening right now. No, it, it, just, it, it, it just makes me... I'm interested in it because I suppose I'm starting to notice a shift with me now. Because she made for me. <laughs> Takes the big time. Is that what's That's happening? What it is, TV. <laughs> Mr. Fight Connect TV. But, you know, it's just interesting how, like, things change. Like, the more mm. levels of maybe success you have and stuff like that. Like, some days I'm like, you, this is not even about... This is just a conquest. Do you not think men, women are more impressed by success? Or seeming success yeah. than the men are. If a yeah. woman, if a woman, it's a biological thing for women. If I saw a woman, yeah, and she were like bloody, you're top of the pops, still a thing, the music thing. No, they can't. Right, well, that, anyway, but we can just, remember it. Let's just say top of the pops, right? I saw yeah. a bird on there, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, oh well, I'm. What's the band? I don't really like. I'm not into up to date. Like, say she's in a she's in a big girl band at the minute, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't care less. Yeah. But women. Yeah. 
if a man's if a man's doing well with music or he's a big time footballer, yeah. Oh my god, mm. they're all over it. I think it's to do with. Um, Have you had any men you think come on to you because you because you're because you're newfound status in boxing? Hundred percent. Really, Danielle, give us a nod. A shed in it on bike. No, I'm saying does because t- we does talk she, does about. She, does she bring men home for you on back at bike? No, she's got a lovely boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, really, it's ridiculous. But why though? It's every day. But why though? And it's like it's, but are, they, it's are, not, they, it's are they involved in boxing? They're in Give me some names then. Give me some names. I know. <laughs> <David> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I know a few hundred percent. <clears throat> Come. On. What? Come. I'm not going to, I'm not, I no, would obviously never give names, obviously not. not. But yeah, 100% every day. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, and but it's for like. For what reason though? I'm like, this person has no interest in me whatsoever. It's literally just because I'm new and shiny. I'm new and shiny and they want to be first. That's what it is. So it's first place still for grabs, is that what you're saying? What? So first, so, first, so you, you, so you're saying you, you kept yourself to yourself the whole time. You've been over here. And before. Really, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And you know that. You're, I, know, so, you're, I know you're trying to just blah, 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 but you know full well. You know full so well. What, yeah, but what? I would never, well, I would never that, risk that, my career over something So like what that. you're saying, that you would never be involved anyone involved in, in I would in never. I would, I would never date a fighter. No. I would what never about, be in a relationship what about sport, with a fighter. What about sport? All sport? No, I would never. Uh, if, if it happened and I was like, met the one and they just happened to be in the sport or an athlete then yeah that's fine but I would never go out of my way to be in a relationship with a fighter and I, to be honest I because I'm so busy I know no. you're smiling at me right now and this is like I'm starting to get really uncomfortable because I hate when you start asking questions but yeah it's not nice is it <laughs> not for me it's not what happens to me is like I'm so you know I'm so busy mm. I work all the time and it, it is would be very difficult to be in a relationship with someone who is in the gym all the time and yeah, but, has to be in. Yeah, but you know what the thing is, yeah. We, don't women have, women have needs as well, though? So we're like, well, of course. So how, where does your strength come from? How come? Why do you think women have more strength than men in order to say no? Why is that? Um, I don't think it's a. Do you know? Do I tell you something, right? I, I, would, I have. I, w- I would have more respect for people. I, I. I would never. I would never cheat on people or be. Um, you know, double cross anyone mm. in any walk of life, whether whether it's a friend, family member, or like I would like think I'm an honest person. I've de- listen. Don't get me wrong. I've definitely been in moments where I'm like, you have a very quick decision to make mm. right now. Make it, and I have. Mm. I have cheated on people in the past. You you've been you've been the other woman, or you've been in the in the relationship yourself. I've I've been in I've been both. I've been oh, yeah. in relationships. With pe- no, when I was really young and I've cheated on people um, like this is when I was in my teens now like mm. early 20s and I saw the level of pain it caused no. that other person so I swore I'd never do it again I've also been other woman the other woman and not known that I was the other woman I don't know you t- <laughs> taught in us like <laughs> furious like that. Like but, that's on men that's on men so that's why now what do you mean that's every, on men every, so are you blaming the other men for you doing that 100% how is it their fault that you did that because they failed to mention oh, that they had a partner know, oh, you not know I was sure I no I'm not I'm not I would never you, you think that I was choose no, to be with someone no, after another I thought you were saying though I've I have. Seen, to, hang I on a minute. In the conversation, I've seen right. I've seen a woman's. I've seen a woman's Tinder account, right? Yeah. And I've seen a man's Tinder account, right? Yeah. And 
women, yeah, don't matter what look like. I, I've got a, a mate, yeah, she's a woman. She had Tinder, yeah. She's not a looker at all, like, she's not, she's not, like, she's a nice kid and that. She had, like, thousands of men all, like, like saying yeah or whatever, like, swiping yeah. And my mate was a bloke at, like, seven, seven women saying yeah. What does that, t- like, imagine it. We're animals, aren't we? Men are, men are animals. That's what that tells you, really. Don't you think? Well, yeah, like men are different to women. Have you been on dating websites before? Yeah. Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're awful. Really? Because, and I, I'm genuinely not just saying this, yeah. but I tried them for, because I am so busy, so I find I do find Have it difficult. Have you been on one in the UK? No. 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 I'm asking the questions. Yeah, no, it happens. It no, happens. No. But... It happened too. Listen, point, it happened too many times. At what point now at your age are you going to have to finally say, you know what, I'm going to have to just crack on and settle down at some point? I will never settle. No. <laughs> what about? But what about kids? What about you kids? You have Danielle, producer, pissing herself what about kids? Here. Though, what about kids? I I went to a, a very well known, well respected. You froze your eggs. In acu- it, yeah. No, oh. accurate. Oh. Medium. Oh, I'm not interested in it. And me- she told me. I thought it was something scientific, <laughs> like you freezing your eggs and that. Well, I'm not interested in that. The, well, uh, medium. The, I'm not interested she told in me that I do have children, so. Yeah, so. She actually told me that I. Can you freeze your eggs and save them? Yeah, of course you can, yeah. Do that then. I just, David, I'm not, we're not here to have like an intervention. No, but I, <laughs> I'm, I feel like I'm coming up 30 now and I'm just thinking, phew. You have at least like. 15 years to have children. I'm not because of 45. Like, his dad or his granddad picking him up. I'm not being that guy at the thing yeah, saying that like, his granddad or his dad. I'm not having it. I want to be, I'm the dad. Do you know what I mean? I want to be like, yeah, so. Look, I'm, I'm not telling you to live your life. <laughs> you actually are. Yeah, but, I know, but like, I think yeah, but no, you're I, a good mum. I think the world needs more good mothers. Do you know what I mean? Thanks, Dave. That's a lovely I think thing be to nice, say. I think you'd be a great mother. So the world needs more of them. So if you want me to find Why do you man, think yeah, I'd be a good mother? Because you're a very good mother to me sometimes. Uh-oh. So it'd be nice, wouldn't it? It'd be lovely. So I, I, there's nothing... We're here, to, we're here to recreate, aren't we? We're here to procreate. That's the only reason we're here, because that's what life is. We've been going 65 billion years, yeah? The world keeps spinning. Yeah. And the only way it keeps spinning is because we keep creating. So yeah. obviously, got to get busy at some point, get back on Tinder. I do get so, that, yeah. but my desire to have the right partner... 100%. Exceeds course, the want yeah. to have a child. I think the same. I, I would yeah. never have a child yeah. with someone who I didn't feel was the right person. People say that all the time, but they don't, they don't take the. They, they <laughs> and you can take, see where the mess take, that we're in right steps. now, right? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? But um, just freeze the eggs, isn't it? I've been thinking about doing stuff like that. I'm not going to freeze my goddamn eggs. I think it's a good idea, though. Do you think? Well, what you got seven, eight years left. Yeah. No, not even. Maybe not. When do you have Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe may, maybe about eight, eight, about eight years, yeah. 45? Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Worst from the worst, I can only have one on 45 plus. I mean, I'll I can't believe I'm actually having a discussion about freezing my eggs with heavyweight boxer David Allen. No, but the thing is, yeah. <laughs> this my, is meant to be about you. My biggest fear in life is not being able to have kids. You, they, they, you have said this to me from... My biggest fear, yeah. So I, I'll my, tell you a story. I was I was in town. I was about eighteen, right? Yeah. I had not been sexually active long because I weren't a late developer. After so it's probably a year after I first made love to to a woman, right? Yeah. So obviously I'm probably nineteen at the point. I mean, maybe when I'm going to clinic. Do you want to come? And I'm like, what for? 
to get a test on that. What do you mean? Anyway, went in the clinic. I had chlamydia, right? So I, had it, mm. I could have had it for a year. So I worry me that that might have, <laughs> that might have stopped me swimmers. I was with a girl. I, I was two girls what. for seven years combined. Yeah, none, none of them was on any contraception. Seven years, never got her pregnant. Okay, well, I mean, we need to reiterate here that, you know. Can we edit some of this out? No, this is the thing, you can't get edited, so just watch what you're saying. But also, like, you know, maybe I feel like it's my duty to advise the youth of today to, like, maybe don't have sex with no protection. But you were in a loving, committed relationship, no, well, before so. before I went, I just, I didn't, till I was, till I was, till my first ever boxing medical, yeah? Yeah. I didn't know what STIs were. So but I was that, 21, I didn't have a clue. That's common. I thought you could only get pregnant, so I didn't wear them. I thought if someone gets pregnant, when I was younger, 18, 19, if someone gets pregnant, I thought, I'm buzzing, I've got a kid. That's how I thought, though. So I look at kids, and I look at these young people, and I think, well, I know how you're thinking, because I'm thinking the same. Well, it's just as kids not end up world, is it? Obviously, looking looking at it now, I realised it would have been. It would have been a massive but deal. I didn't think, and I didn't even know about, I did not know about diseases, yeah? yeah? Every year the box medical comes around now, I always think I've got HIV, every year I think I've got it. Because you do, because <laughs> you're paranoid, aren't you? Every year, I'm like, oh my God. So, like, when you get your blood took at the doctors, and, the, and you've got a week to wait for the results to come back, you're there, and I'm like, you're dying. I think, what am I going to tell me, Nan, and that? <laughs> even, when, even when you know you haven't got it yet, you're still paranoid, thinking, oh my God, I'm going to die, oh my God. Well, I don't worry about my brain scan, but I worry about that every year. I think, bloody hell, what if I've, what if I've sat so much sharp at a train station or something? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, I, I can't be the only box that thinks like that. There must be loads of paranoid man me. Are you? I'd say so, yeah. I'm, I might chuffing on. I write down garbage when I see him outside my house, just in case. You do not. I can see you again. I want to know what you're doing. What? But I'm very paranoid, but I was always that way as a young man. Why are you paranoid? I was brought that way to be paranoid. Why? Keeps you safe. It. Keeps you safe. People, you know, people about me, right? People, I'm a really nice guy, right? But I wasn't, I wasn't always, I wasn't always that way. Yeah. So, you have to, you have to be paranoid. I'm very paranoid, yeah, always. Always. I can't imagine what life would be like having to be constantly paranoid no, no but there's no reason why i don't do anything illegal yeah not involved in anything illegal not involved in anything at all which is exactly However, so why do you need to be paranoid don't matter what's he doing outside my house in his car park it elsewhere <laughs> <laughs> do you not think the same she agrees she will agrees. you stop having a conversation with our producer please she's not in the she room agrees. there's gonna be awful viewing for our viewers no but what are you parking outside my house for what's he want because they're there's probably no parking space around the other. I, oh. I, I've been to your house. Yes, exactly. So why so, is it my house for? No <laughs> so, need for it. So you live in a, a like there's a cul-de-sac area. Are you paranoid? No. I am. I'm not paranoid about anything. You got I'm to trying to think of when, when would I be paranoid. I get really paranoid about everything, me. But you got to. Like, if you're not paranoid, yeah, you're not on the ball. But and if you're not on the ball, something could happen. I'm on the ball, but it doesn't mean I need to be paranoid. I'm on the, no, but I'm not, I find that the, no the, the, being paranoid. paranoid is an awful distraction. It's distracting It's not a distraction. You. It's always kept me safe. Just paranoid. Always. How can being paranoid keep you safe? Because you're always on the ball. Everything. You know what's coming. Do you know what I mean? Do you get... Um, what else do you get? What do you mean? You're a paranoid. I get paranoid. Yeah. I get... Um, I'm in a good mood now and again. You're in a good mood most times. You know what? I'm I'm quite a chippy character, but of course I'm paranoid. You've got to be paranoid. I don't. I'm trying to get 100%. you to to explain that to me. Who who or what? Are you an owl? 
What are you saying? I'm a what? That was a great impression. What was you saying then before that? Ooh, 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 yeah, go on. And like, I'm trying to understand. No, what I'm saying is this. Whom? If you, no, no, but I don't know. I get it from my old man. My old man's primarily like his head. Always has been. He used to write carriages down outside his house. Oh, so it's a learned and trait he, then. Yeah, and he's like, why is it? What's he parking outside my house for? Like, what's he doing? Is he after me? So I'd always do the same. I'm always the same now. If I see a car go past me one way and I send the see go back the other way, I think, what's he following me for? <laughs> and I take it down in my notes on my phone. And I think, if I see you again, and I'll see you, I'm going to ask him, what's up with you? What are you doing? But I think a lot of people do, do the same. I can tell you now. Not a lot of people. So if a car passes you one way, yeah, yeah, and then a couple of minutes, thirty seconds later, turn around and comes back to you again. You're not thinking, why has that car passed me twice? Thirty seconds. Honestly, Dave. Yeah. No. But do you know why I'm paranoid? Because I live my life quite. I'm 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 lived by the law, me. So I get paranoid. So I think, well, do you know what I mean? I don't want to be that guy that doesn't do anything wrong, but gets gets. Do you know what I mean? No. I don't know. It's learnt behaviour from me, old man. Learnt behaviour, yeah, okay. From 100%. Dave Allen Sr. Yeah, very paranoid man. Mm-hmm. So I'm the same. Who, who I'm Facebook friends with, by the way. Ignore. No, I like no. when he messages get, me. No. Is yeah, messages, I do. Yeah? yeah, all the time. We have. You, listen, anyone who knows my old man, yeah? Yeah. Understands why I'm like what I'm like. That's all I'm going to say. I think that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> but anyone who knows me, anyone who knows my old man, yeah, understands why I'm like what I'm like. That is a fact because he's hard working. He's, he's, he's put, I can't, I don't have words to describe him as a person, as a father. Never met, never met anyone like him. Never. People look at John Fury and Chris Eubanks in here and they think, fuck it, they're a bit eccentric or a bit mm. mad. Fucking hell. You ain't seen nothing with him. You know, I met John Fury this weekend. I like Johnny's all right. I was very taken aback. It was very brief. He, he's done really well. For, well, obviously it's Tyson, isn't it? But mm. oh. he, he's gave his old he's gave his old man such a great platform. Listen, he's running with it as well. He's doing well, isn't he? He he's, he, he was with that. Well, the the, the BT the BT BT Pundit, Sports. Yeah, exactly. He was at the Frank Warren Queens. He loves his son, he was doing his... You know what I like about John? Yeah, careful with that orange brew I, there. And I have to say about my old man as well. Mm. He loves Tyson, doesn't he? More than anything in the world. Adores him. Loves him. And I love it. I love to see it me. You know? So, got a good gig there and I can't knock him for it. I've some, most times, all the time, when I watch John Fury talk about Tyson and get so impassioned. It's great, isn't it? It's like, that is, like, it's so heartwarming. It is. You know, I, in I, that, I like, how it, yeah. proud he is yeah. of him, you know? No, it is nice. Almost makes me want to ring my dad and be like, "I've seen my dad. Where's, the, where's the passion?" <laughs> no, but I mean, all parents are very proud of their children, right? You've got about four pints by the time I've seen so it'll be great. <laughs> Can't wait. It'll be amazing. But well, very quickly, do yeah. you want your top of that bottle back? I'm alright, thank you. Okay, you. I'm on my table. Um, I'll tell you something quickly first. Please do. My old man texted me the other day, right? Yeah. And he says, "You're a great coach." So anyway, it's sarcasm. So I replied to him straight away and I said, um, I've got my phone actually. He said something along the lines of, um, I replied back saying, that sounds like sarcasm to me. And he put, yeah, he put Joe's bringing his legs too close together and all this other shit, yeah. I said, all right, I said, nice one. I said, um, 
I started working it, but I am only an amateur coach. And he put, and he just replied saying, you need professional help, yeah? So I texted him six hours later. <laughs> I didn't text him straight back, actually. I gave him a bit of a mouthful. I texted him six hours later saying, your kids you coach on Instagram are looking really good. I left it five minutes, and I put, oh, wait, you don't train anyone. And that was it. You don't find that, that funny. But anyway, if you knew my dad and you... I mean, I, I find it funny because... Because you don't train no one. Don't tell me how to do my job when you don't even do my job. Yeah, but that's... I mean, there's an argument for, like, everything. It's like, why do... Does boxing Twitter have an opinion on... You know. Everyone's got opinions. Exactly. I've got opinions. Um, the, the easiest thing to I've do, got David, opinions on everything. The easiest thing to do is to look at someone else and say what they're doing right or doing wrong. I've got an opinion, right? But you know what the hard thing is? To look at yourself and go, what am I no, doing wrong? Let me tell you what the difference is. Don't you point your iron brew at me, okay? <laughs> motorcyclists in there, yeah? I, I've got opinions on motorbikes. I've got opinions on the lighting in this room. I've got opinions on how the cameras are set up, yeah? But I ain't got a clue what I'm talking about, and she's an expert at it. So I ain't—I would not even dare open my mouth to her about it because I'd be—I'd be an idiot. What kind of fool, what kind of eager maniac would try and tell someone an expert in their field what they're doing when they don't know? Ninety-nine uh, percent of yeah, the population. Yeah, exactly. All wankers. But you know what? They're all entitled to their opinion, yeah. Mm-hmm. But just keep it to yourself, or don't, or don't spew it out with, with nastiness at the end of it. People say to me all the time, Dave, you, I thought this was shit. And I can say, you know what, mate? It's your opinion, right or wrong. Sometimes they're right, and I go, yeah, I have a laugh with them. And if they're wrong, I'm like, and the sound about it, all right, mate, that sound. But it's when you're a wanker about it. So when he texts me the other day saying that, I thought, mate, you don't even do it anyway. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what's annoying to me. Have your opinion, yeah? Yeah. And if it's a, an opinion based on facts or based on experience, I'll hear it. If it's not, you can still have it, but don't be a prick while you're saying it mm-hmm. do you know what I mean is this why you left Twitter yeah I don't want uneducated opinions but I don't mind uneducated opinion if it's just if it's just if it's just out there you're just saying yeah. it yeah have you have you put your 10 pence in yeah mm-hmm. but don't end it with fat prick <laughs> do you know what I mean though yeah have your opinion does that really hurt your feelings don't hurt my feelings but I just think if I catch you in your car going past one way and past me the other way, I'll fuck you up. Do you know what I mean? Have you ever met someone in real life that talks shit about you online? I've never and have you any, confronted them? No one's ever said nothing to me, ever. Ever, ever, ever. To your face? Never. Mm. Because I'm a really nice guy. But yeah. if you. But if you. It, it, it's never happened. Because. People know nice guys. You don't. You don't. You don't do that to nice people. Because mm. some of the nicest people are always the fucking lunatics, which I'm not saying is me. But do you think I'm a lunatic? No. But mm. all in my life, yeah. No one ever says anything to me because I'm always trying to be the nice person. But Twitter and stuff like that really irritates the life out of me. I hate it because I would never. I I personally would never ever say anything horrible to someone. Mm. Never. Just off the back, of, off the back of what? I say all the time. Oh, I think so and so got beat, or didn't think he boxed very well. But I would never but say. But you, you, uh, you have the experience to talk about boxing it's a fine because line. you've it's been in tru- there. It's truthful, it don't matter. You tell me the truth, and it's not very nice. I'll accept it. Yeah. But don't be horrible to me. But what I mean is, you after a fight night, you will usually put up a, a like a you know a commentary based story or something but based it, on but fights. The facts. And yeah. I'm never disrespectful. No. No. 
So like the, the other day, for example, Shannon Courtney. I don't think she's the best boxer in the world at all. I don't think she's that. I don't think she's that good, really. Mm-hmm. But she tries her best. Um, Did you think she deserved the the backlash that she received? No, I don't know. I think I think after a fight, your you, your emotions are high. Yeah. So I give her a pass mm-hmm. based on that. I've met her. She was nice as pie with me. She was nice. Mm. So it's hard, but she's a woman at the end of the day. The way I've been brought up, I wouldn't I would not go on her. I don't think she won. I don't think she's that good. But that's fine. I can say that because I don't think she's that good, mm. and I don't think she won. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take the piss out of fucking menstrual cycle and call her all names under the sun. Come train a nine-year-old man, and I ain't gonna fucking. I ain't gonna bully a, a, a woman mm-hmm. for for missing weight and all the rest of it. It's like, come on. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um. Well, I think the issue was that. Yeah, she, was, she sounded like a twat after the fight. No, not even that. It's that well, emotions it, uh, for are me. High. It was that you know, we'll say social media, boxing social media made out that. You know, she was the only person to ever miss weight for a fight ever. People miss she weight. She missed it by two and a half pounds. And, yeah. and the, the facts are. And I get it, a world title fight cycle, and different things. Sort, that should be sort of months in advance. I've got a nutritionist, team nutritionist, stuff like that is sort of months in advance. Mm-hmm. Don't make her a bad person overnight for missing weight. Not at all. And that's the problem. I've had a stick before. I've lost fights, not performed well. Don't make me a bad fella. No. Slag my box off all day long, not bothered. Mm. Slag me off personally, there's a problem. I think that's that, that, that's fair to say, isn't it? It is fair to say, but I suppose what I'm thinking is being affected by being affected in some capacity by um, the opinions, other people's opinions of you on a personal level, is one thing. But you are someone who has a massive following of fans. And they all come with an opinion, good and bad. Opinions on my boxing, I can handle, yeah. Some of them will look at it and think, that's so uneducated, you ain't got a clue what you're talking about. But it don't, but it don't, it doesn't bother me or upset me. Mm-hmm. I think you can have your opinion, that's fine. Boxing, yeah. boxing is boxing. When I go home at night, yeah, and I pump, and I pump my head on my pillar, mm. I don't think about boxing. Yeah. It doesn't define me, especially not at this point in my life now. Mm-mm. Couldn't care less if anyone thinks I'm really good or not. I know what I am. But when people say personal things, then it can upset you. And mm-hmm. in the past it has. Do you know what I mean? So I draw a line at it, but what can you count anything anyway? Mm. She'll bring out she'll bring out p- passports for uh, open a social media account, brilliant. Put your name, number and address down with it. And if you're caught doing what you shouldn't be saying, things you shouldn't be saying, stuff like people say. And let it be a legal matter or, or release that information to whoever they're giving yeah. the, the grief to. So I don't know. Well, I don't know if giving the information to people who you're going to be, would be the best great idea. Because I've had, there's been times, there's been a handful of occasions years ago where I thought, if I find out who you are, I'd be in big trouble as well. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now, obviously, now I'm nearly 30. I came off Twitter altogether. Me and Sean account at the minute, the main account's down. I don't miss it at all. Don't you? Not at all. No. I'm nearly 30. All I want is a quiet life. You'd say that like it's like this. You know, your it's your last year on earth. No, Pretty no. is young. No, but a lot of I've had, the last five years, I've been busy, I've been stressed, it's been hard, it's been hard. And I've been young and I've, and I've and I've lived it to the fullest. But now I'm nearly thirty. If I could fight Alan Babbage December eighteenth, and if I put hundred percent in, mm. win or lose, I would never box again. 
I'm only bo- that's uh, it. If you got Babish, you would. would that's it. You'd be again. gone. Even if I won, I'm not sure I'd box again. That's the God's honest truth. Don't. You, no, not even sure I'd box again after that. Why People, would you not box again if you won? Uh, I'm, you know what? People say you come back for money or you come back for this. I came back because I won. I weren't happy. I weren't happy that I never got to show how how good I thought I could be. Mm. And I bought someone Babbage. That's all I want is closure, really. I've just got half a, wardrobe, got half a wardrobe from Empire today. Don't spend no money on stuff. What do I need money for? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I could do. I could not. People saying I could not bought someone and going walking to a media job doing something tomorrow. Anyway. Yeah. I've got some great friends. Uh, well, move all sorts of stuff. I've got amateur boxing. Um, I've got property. I don't need money. I don't need money full stop. Mm. Not because I'm not because I'm a millionaire. But I don't, what do I need it for? I've got a free bottle of iron brew and some free and some free clubber today. <laughs> I'm living the dream. Because <laughs> one, one thing I've never done is I've never changed. Whatever happened, how much money I ever made, I never changed anyway. Mm. Still the same. I still got my slippers on. I'm still a scumbag, aren't I? Always you're not a scumbag because you're wearing slippers. No, but I always have been. I'm, always, I'm still council of the state trash. Whatever, whatever, whatever happened to me, if I'm in millions or not, I would have always been, and I would never have changed, would I? So, um, yeah, I want the Babbage fight in December. We'll finish on the boxing note, but uh, I'm not sure what's happening, to be honest. I don't know. We'll see. The last time that you retired, yeah. the time where it was last, last summer, wasn't it? November. No, it wasn't November. November 15th. November 15th. Is that a year ago then? Nearly a year, yeah. Oh, it was because it was before Christmas. Yeah. You rang me when you got off the phone from Eddie Hearn. And I was like, please think about it. Like, don't make a rash decision. Do you know what happened? Was I right? I'll tell you what I know. Was I right when I told you not to make that rash decision? I'll tell you what happened. No, I'm glad I did it. Because I went to watch Daniel Dubois, right? Yeah. October 2019 for £300,000. Anyway... I went to Ed, met Ed in Newcastle. I said, Ed, what do you think? He said, David, don't do it. I'll get you this, an easier fight for the same money. Shook his hand. Deal. I won't do it. I'm loyal. I've got, I'm loyal to me. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we were on about shagging up a bird's earlier, but I'm loyal to me, address. I'm loyal to me, boxing. <laughs> Shook his hand, yeah. I said, look, all right, I won't do it. So I went back to Warren. I said, I'm not going to take the bar fight. £300,000, bear in mind. Hell of a lot of money. Mm. And at the time... I was only paying ten percent out to a trainer. Mm. No management fee, no nothing. So I give him thirty grand away. It'd been less than that. I want to give that away anyway. I've made a deal where you get you don't need thirty grand to train me for this tax. So enough money for me to buy a nice house, outskirts of Donny or fucking Rotherham, wherever, and I'm done. I've got my houses. I can live forever. Mm. Shook his hand and took his word. Next thing you know, I'm watching Donny and Darts over six rounds. The purse was 15 grand. Anyway, then COVID comes along. Got off a Dewey Fiore in August 22nd. I got loads of stick for turning that fight down. Eddie gets in touch. Dewey Fiore. I said, all right, brilliant. Hard fight. Friends with Dewey and Peter. But I said, I'll do it, yeah. So I'm thinking 300 grand, right? Mm -hmm. 100 grand. I said, what do you mean 100 grand? He said, 300 for the bar. You is better than the bar at this point. I thought it was at that point. Mm -hmm. It's a pandemic. I said, no, fuck that, I'm not doing it. We've got loads of grief for it, but I had my re- the my reasons were I weren't getting the right money. I waited again. Went, went to Spire Music. Come back. I got Chin Music, but 
I'd lost a stone in two weeks, not eating and drinking, so I weren't particularly... It weren't great, but I, I knew my reasons why it had happened. So anyway, do you want to fight Christian Hammer? I thought, is that worth 300 grand? 80 grand? I thought, fucking hell, Ed. Christian Hammer was good. I said, I'll, I'll, fucking, I said, I'll take it, because there's nothing else for me. He pulls out, Chris Lovejoy, 60 grand. I said, all right, brilliant. Christmas, that, innit? Beat Lovejoy, and then I can get the, the money from the next one. Lovejoy pulls out. Do you want to fight Lily? For fucking like 10 grand. I said, no, do I fuck? Do I fuck want to pay that? And they said it on Facebook as well. So the sponsorship that I'd got, null and void the money because I'm not even on, not even on the TV. And then a few weeks later, do you want to watch him? Do you want to watch him? For what money? I can't remember X amount. Shit, no, I don't. I'm retiring. I'm retired. So when you had I was the. pissed off. I was fuming. When you had the conversation, Dave, with Eddie to retire, did yeah. you explain to him, this no, is I why no, I'm I the... I didn't. I, it broke my heart, to be honest, when I when, the, when I turned down the Dubois fight and it became, when the Fury fight got offered to me in August, middle of August, I was in unbelievable shape in August over at Jamie Moore's. Mm. And by the time I went to watch Love James, why do you sick? I had a torn hamstring and I had a stone heavier. When they offered me Uwe Fiori for that amount of money after after I shook his hand. And basically, I could have retired forever. And he fucking... That 300 grand gone. I could have retired. I'd be sat in our happy as anything, doing all sorts. But is this not boxing, though? Yeah. I'm not... I'm not, I'm not uh, Ed's I'm done not, a lot for me, yeah. I'm I not trying to say bed, that, you know, how you feel about the situation is right or wrong. And I'm not saying that, it's you not know... Boxing. No, when I shake someone's hand me, it's done. And uh, I'm still waiting for it. I'm still waiting for that for that fight, that big money, that big money fight. Mm-hmm. I thought Alan Babic, I fancy beating him. But um, yeah, I think about it every day, to be honest. About fighting Alan Babic. That and and the the Dubois situation. Mm-hmm. It breaks me to, but I think about it because I just think I didn't have to go for it if I went for it after. I didn't have to go to Ukraine mm. and spar. Do you regret going over there to spar you? Think? No, not at all, no, but if I'd have boxed Dubois, I wouldn't have had to do that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had to do loads of things. If you it came I mean? up in the morning, if you were re-offered 300 grand to fight Dubois? Of course, yeah, especially now that we know what we know about with the Joyce fight. Mm. But it's not about the money, but it, it is about the money in that scenario. It's not now. Mm. I'm all right, I'm steady away now. I'm steady. I'm not a rich man, but I'm steady away. But when I think about that, it fucking gets my back up. Because uh, I'll be alright now. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I'll have an house with, um, with no house either side. A detached <laughs> property. <laughs> and that was the dream. <laughs> I only needed a racehorse and I completed the thing, but mm-hmm. hopefully it comes. But you can't deny that you've, you know, you've been very successful in this yeah, game but so I, far. I, I, I could thank a million people for it. Mm. At the end of the day, I did it. Yeah. I I got the profile. I worked so hard to do that. You did. Dylan White threatened to kill me every day for a fucking three month. Dillian did. <laughs> yeah, when I, Why? I was calling him out every day, and I I got the fight with him. <laughs> he was threatening to kill me all the time, but I did all that. I worked. I should have trained hard. Yeah, but I was smart. I did it myself. People always say, "Oh, Dave, I didn't deserve this." And I worked fucking. I was smart and I worked hard at it. Yeah. You know, I was well, no, smart. I don't think anyone can deny that you were and are very clever in terms of how you built your profile. 
Yeah, marketing wise, I was I was very good. Yeah. Of course. But um, we'll see if the Bobby fight comes around. It comes around. I'll box if it doesn't. I'm happy sat here never boxing again. Have you spoken to Alan Babich? Alan Babich wants it, so do I. <coughs> Have up, you spoken to him? It's up to Eddie Ern, uh, Dennis Hobson, mm-hmm. uh, and Dylan White as his managers to put it together. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I manage myself, but it's up to them to put it together. Have but you spoken to Dillian about us? No, but... When's the last time you spoke to Eddie about us? About two weeks ago. We talked about being on the Sheffield card November 13th. I've rung him 43 times since. No. At no what time that. of the day did you ring him 43 times? times? Do you ring him at night? No. I call him between 9 and 5. Between 9 and 5. So you're, you're, res- you're, you're respecting his respectful. work hours. This is how it works in the first place. I would ring Ed off the hook, message him all the time, 24-7. Mm. When I want some, I'm having it. But um, I don't know. As it stands right now, I've not been I've not been training for weeks. Mm. I'm not boxing Alan Babbage. I'm not interested. I don't want to do four rounds. I'm not selling tickets 150 pound a go. This is what this is the this is the thing. So, where does the mindset stay ready? I don't have that mindset. I don't. Do you not think that we should look at that? No. Why? Well, what if what if Eddie rings you and goes, you know? Yes, December 18th. It's miles away. I'll be, if I, I train for eight weeks, I'll be at Alan Babbage in Do, do you not, no do you, uh, so do, are you telling me that there is no threat? You don't see a threat with Alan Babbage at threat, all? If you had eight weeks, I'd beat him in a piece of piss, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't box him and lose to him. Why is that? If I thought he could beat me, I wouldn't box him. So, when you look at his previous opponents? None of them are nowhere near as good as me. Mm-hmm. Not, not... When I'm 100%, there's not many better than me around, I don't think. I personally don't think. Mm-hmm. So, um, we'll see in it. I don't know. Why are you smiling? I just, I don't like, I dislike boxing a lot sometimes. Why? Because it's all money. Everything's all money. No one's interested in anything else. It's all money. I know what I want to do, but everything's, everything's money. It's all, everyone, all, everyone's worried about is money and, and control and power. That's why I like amateur boxing. I wish I would have. I wish I would have been had that Dubois fight and got that money, and been out of the game for a bit and had that closure and, and been gone and done. Mm-hmm. But instead, I sit here now. I still want that closure, and uh, I, I just feels like it's never been further away. I've never been further away from getting it. So here's a question. Let's just say that that Babbage fight does not come through. Yeah. How does Dave Allen get closure on boxing? I don't know. Just wait for for a fight. I want. I don't really want to box anyone else. It's him. There's no way me and him should not box. It sells, mm-hmm. and it's a good fight. Yeah. There's no way it shouldn't go. Who else is going to box? Mm-hmm. Should box me. It's the only fight out there for him. I think. Mm-hmm. Unless he wants to go to the top levels. So if it don't happen, I won't box. I'm fine with that. I sat down the. I sat down the other day. What about the rest of the division? Not interested. Why? You not said that very quickly. Not interested. Why? Who, like who? Name me someone. Well, I mean... Who is there? Nathan Gorman, a good friend of mine, not asked. Same with Cash. Cash Ali, Fabio Wardley. Not interested. I want Alan Babbage. He's the one I'm bothered about. Do you want to know I'm bothered about him? Why? Because I beat him. Mm. You know he's thinking the same thing. not saying that I don't think they beat the other three. Could be favourites probably to beat all three of them, I think. You think you think you beat I'd be the Cash, Nathan, and Fabio? I'd be the favourite to beat all three. Not saying yeah. I'd beat them all. 
two of the three are very good friends of mine, and mm. I wouldn't want to fight them anyway. But I think the bookies would make me a favourite to beat him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe not, actually, I don't know. But Babbage is what I want. I, I don't want to box Nathan and Cass, to be 100% honest. Mm. I don't really want to. Why would I? I don't want to. Fabio, I don't really want to box him either. Why would I? He make more money boxing me than all of us anyway, so don't want to. I want to box Alan Babbage. Not interested in the others. Not interested. The others Alan Babbage <coughs> is made for me. Though. <coughs> I beat Alan Babbage easily. I can't tell you how. I can't how does Dave how Allen beat Alan Babbage? Oh, any way I want. <laughs> anyway, I could outbox him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I could outfight him as well. I'm too big for him. I'm too good a boxer for him. The improvement I've seen in myself in the last 12 months boxing-wise while I've been retired, coaching these, sparring and stuff, it's been unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's why I don't mind when people say on Twitter like about me boxing. I say to you, it's about boxing, I'm not bothered. Yeah. So I know that Alexander Usyk, Tyson Fury <coughs> and Anthony Joshua, the yeah. last three men to the big championships of the world, all three respect me massively as a boxer. Mm. So why would I give a fuck what anyone, what anyone else thinks I don't? But Alan Babbage, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Mm. I'm sick of boxing again already. I've been back two minutes. I'm sick of it. Hate it. Hate it. So we'll just see what happens. I find it so, like, I don't know, disheartening hearing you saying that you hate no, boxing. No, no, I, I love boxing. No, you know what? I said that You I love, love boxing. boxing. You hate, the, you hate boxing. the business. Hate the business. Hate it. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. I'd box Alan Babbage for free. If it meant no one get, no one at all gets paid out of it, though. no one gets paid. Explain to no me again one. why you think the fight is not getting made. Do you think Eddie thinks that it's... I'm not sure. I think Eddie might think that I'm not ready for it or it's a mm-hmm. dangerous fight. People might moan him. I don't know. Yeah. I'd box Alan Babbage for free. I'd happily, like, Coogan Cassis come down and record it in the gym. I'll do 12 rounds of him for free. Happily. Stream it to everyone for free. Honestly, I'd, I'd fight him for free in the gym. <laughs> million percent. 12, 3 million rounds, me and him. Come down, stream it, record it. My trainer, him and his trainer, will do it for free. 100%. Over the moon with that. As long as no one gets paid out of it, that's fine. Don't pay me, not bothered. I'll box him up with 12 threes. Let everyone watch it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I'll box him at Manchester Arena. Box him wherever you fucking want, but I'll box him in the gym for free over 12, 3 million rounds. Put it on our record. Get the judges get British Prison Board of Control, few officials and judges, me and him get at it in the gym. And that's enough for that's enough for, put that offer out now. I box on the for twelve threes in an empty fucking gym. Yeah? Get three judges there, a referee, whoever else you need, and I'll box him for free in the gym. If it's an issue. If you think I want it for money, that's fine. I'll box him in the fucking in an empty hall. That's a good one, it's true. I'm not even joking. Can I get a ticket? There ain't no tickets on sale. I'll box him for free. I'm not sparring him, I'll fight him. Put it on our records. Put it on our record, professional boxing records. I'll do it for free, just me and him. Three officials, a referee, blood from the board, the uh, ambulance people. That's it. I mean, it's a nice thought, but it, I, I hate to break you, Dave. It won't happen. <coughs> fucking, I, I hate it. But listen... Let, 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 let's put the Babbage um, fight aside as we're finishing our podcast. Is there not anyone in the heavyweight division that you were rating? The new guys coming up. Yeah, loads of them. They're all good. Mm. Jared Anderson looked well the other day. Yeah. Hellenius looked good. Hellenius and Fulham. Yeah. Sparred Hellenius. What do you reckon Solomon Dacre is at the weekend? I thought he looked really well. Yeah. He's a brilliant boxer. Mm-hmm. Moves well. Yeah. Can't punch for Toffee. 
Solomon. He ain't got no power at all. But no power. He's good though. It takes some beating though, because he's good. He can do eight rounds, beat Camille easily. Mm -hmm. Very, very good. I was impressed with him. He was better than I thought he was. Well, you can't punch for Toffee. Got no power at all. Um, <laughs> it's true. What are you looking at I, I, I just. I, 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 it's the truth. Again, I don't mind saying it. I thought he boxed great. I don't know if I would sit here and say that Salman Dakers can't push, punch for Toffee. <laughs> he's had three pro fights, yeah? He takes some beating him. He's good. He'd be an handful for everyone. Like, he's good. I'm not saying he's not good. I'm not saying he won't go far. I think he will. I think he's good. He's not a puncher. He can't punch at all, I don't think. What? You, you, uh, you uh, this. Yeah, but he, people sit here and he might sit here and go, Dave Allen's good. He's tough. He's very tough and strong and punch a bit, but he's a lazy fat bastard and he's slow. <laughs> and, I, and I have to sit there and go, Fuck, yeah, probably right, to be fair, yeah. I am more than things, but I am fat. Well, I'm hoping to have him on the podcast, so I will ask him when no, he comes but in. But it's true. And I think he'd sit himself and go, yeah, I'm not, he's not a big puncher. Mm -hmm. Not a big puncher at all. But he's good, though. He's very good, yeah. I was impressed with him. He's a lot better than I thought. Sokolowski's not bad and he beat him easily. Mm -hmm. I, was, I, was, I was impressed with him, yeah. But he's not a big puncher. When he comes in here, ask him, are you a big puncher? And he'll go, no, I'm not. I'm a, I'm a boxer and a mover. And I don't he's, think he's going to say that. He will. He's not a big puncher. How is he a big puncher? He's not. Uh, I feel we, like I've said something horrifically wrong. No, I just, I, I don't know. He's not a big puncher. He's not a knockout puncher at all. Anyone else that you think is... is uh, Solomon's good. Who else is coming through? Johnny Fisher, his stable mace. Johnny Fisher's good. Yeah. Johnny Fisher and Solomon, put them two together, you got probably a world champion. Because hmm. Johnny's so strong and heavy-handed. He's very but strong. But he hasn't got the experience and the finesse and the skill of, of Solomon. Mm -hmm. Put them together, you got a world champion there. See what Sam Jones can do, see if he can mix them up together. <laughs> you, have a, you have a winner there. But no, Johnny's the nicest fellow in the world. He is. Um... Daniel Dubois is still younger than probably. He's younger than both. Is he younger than both? Uh, yes, he will be. Yeah, I don't know if he's younger than Johnny, but he's. Yeah. I think Johnny is quite young. I don't know. I, would have, I think I was the first pro Johnny Fisher sparred. That's brought, right. Brought Actually, down, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six threes. And I thought, who's this? So really? Bet, Did you know nothing about him? I didn't know a thing. We had a good spar. Like, I belted him a few times. He's, mm. he's good though. He's strong and tough. I got out. I thought, bloody hell, he's not bad. And we sparred again. Look, he's a gentleman. He he's really he's one of the nicest kids in the world. But Dubois, yeah, there's loads of them coming through. Jared Anderson, 21 in America, the other yeah. day on the Fury undercard. Yeah. He looked shit up. He did, didn't he? But I'm not here sitting here saying I want to be world champion like these mm -hmm. fellas do. They, they still got aspirate. They're young. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Still wet behind the ears. They don't have any fucking earache and heartache and yeah. defeats yet. Wait till you get beat. Wait till you fucking fight Luis Ortiz on a week's notice and take out nine grand mm. and then see how then see how energetic and enthusiastic you are about the game yeah go Tony go to France and watch Tony Oak on a couple of weeks notice have concussions and fucking have to get yourself home from France there and is then an, see if you still enjoy there it. is an argument that those guys probably might not experience some not. of the heartache that you have experienced because they've got a great management team in that with, with Sam Jones and with... It's different because... It's uh, when, I, when I turned pro, and I, I, I won and lost a lot. I had 10 fights, I had one season, turned over. I did it my own way. I don't regret any of it. Mm. It sounds like I'm being bitter about it, but... It doesn't. It's your, it's, it. it's your I, I, perception I'm, of what's I'm happened. So, I'm so happy that all them things happened to me. I'm happy. I'm proud of them. Mm. And the amateurs I brought today, Joe and Liam here... Yeah. 
they get to learn from my mistakes. They won't work to well, this is, I did say this to you before. They'll fly that. as well. They'll not get the Eurostar. If I could do it again, I'd fly. The Eurostar story is... Um, the tunnel you know. shut for hours. But anyway... <laughs> There's loads of good debates about before because I know you've had a lot of um, before we wrap up right. I know you had a, have previously had loads of opinions on Tony Yoka and yeah. the result. Obviously, that's been brought back up again now in the last couple of months. Joe Joyce had made a statement mm. about um, you know arguing that he should be given the Olympic gold and different things. Has your opinion changed on that, or have you anything on, to add to that situation? On Tony Yoka, yeah, I don't like him. What else would you say? You don't like him as a fighter, or I don't like him as a person. Well, I don't like him. Okay, that's fair enough. Joe Joyce, I thought Joe Joyce put him in the Olympic final, to be honest, but he didn't get it, so it's done. Mm. Why go on about it now? It's been five years. It's done. Forget about it. Well, I mean, decision was made. Can't, what, what are you going to do? Reverse every bad decision in history? No, no. But I think is. Do you not think that his Joe Joyce putting out the comments in reference to him failing the tests is warranted? Uh, do you what? not? You don't think fail, if you if you tra- if you've trained your entire didn't life in the Olympics, though, does it? There's no failed test around the Olympic time, is there? No, is that not what it was? No. I think Joe just thought that he won the fight, which probably I didn't. I think a lot of people did, but being gone five years ago, innit? Yeah, well, if it's Olympic gold, David. Well, you, you can't reverse it. We're going to reverse every goal, every dodgy decision in history. Mm. We're going to do Michael Conlon. We're going to redo the final because he's going to reverse the semi-final decision. Well, I don't, I don't think silver. we would do redo Michael Conlon because that moment is so iconic. Do you know what I'm saying, though? Yeah, being yeah, yeah no, gone, I do. Being done. Yeah, There's yeah. loads of things I look back and laugh at. Well, that's not fair. Life ain't fair. Go on with it. Like Joe, Joyce, Joe, Joe Joyce and Yoko should happen in the pros. Mm. Why not? That'd be a good fight. That might be what's happening. That might be. That might be, that might be why Sam Jones is a smart little fucker. Like that might be why they're doing it. They might be boxing each other. I didn't think about that. They might be boxing each other. That's why they're doing it. Who, what? Yoko and Joyce. You reckon? Might be a rematch. That might be what's coming. That's not. So you reckon it's all a little that, PR that, move? That might be why. Won't surprise me. That little fucker, Sam Jones. Like he's smart. Him. Why do you call him a little fucker? Because he's a little fucker, isn't he? No. I like. I like Sam. I, I like went, him a lot. I went through a time period where I weren't a big fan of him, but why not? Just he fucking like right, fuck out of me. But he's he's alright now. But he used to get in touch with you. Yeah, I like Sam. I like him. I like what he's doing. At first, I was unsure about him. Because I thought, I'm not sure about him. But over time, he's won me over. And I told him this anyway. Mm. I've told him before. But uh, he, he, he tries and he cares. And if you try and you care, you've got my respect. So I respect him for what mm-hmm. he's doing. So I've got I've got time for him. They were, they were, they were nip and tuck with me and him if I liked him for a while. You have to explain that. I, I don't know. I weren't, I weren't sure about him, to be honest. I weren't sure. But I think he's in it for the right reasons. So for that... I admire him. I don't think you can... I respect him. and I don't think... I can't say much more than that. I don't think you can be as invested as he is in his fighters and not be... Yeah, but at the, it at not the be start, genuine. I weren't sure. I was him on Twitter and that, talking a lot of shit. But that's but, um, Twitter, Dave. Come on. Yeah. But he's won me over. Ah, OK. So it's all right. Très bien. No, but he's... Um, yeah, I think, I think he's... I think he's... Uh, the care. Mm-hmm. In boxing, I like people that care me. I like them doing it for the right reasons and I like it when they care. Mm-hmm. With them two outside, they've only had seven average fights between them, but I care, me. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I care. And um, there's too many people in boxing that don't care and yeah. I can't stand them. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. At the very beginning when he got involved, I weren't sure if he cared. Yeah. And now I see that he does. I've got a lot of time for him. Good. They're doing good. So, yeah, I'm up for him. We are coming towards the end of our podcast. I ask everyone the same question at the end. I'm going to ask you now. Yeah. What's your favourite colour? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a good joke? No. Right, final question. When all is said and done, yeah. how would you like to be remembered? Well, it depends who's remembering me, I guess. Everybody. Well, people at the bar. You, there's, there's a... At the bar? Men, set a bunch of South Yorkshire men, they're sat at the bar, they're having a pint of Guinness, and someone brings up heavyweight boxer David Allen. I want to say it was, a, it was a good man. Yeah. It was fair. Yeah. A lot of people think I'm... There's people out there that think I'm a, I'm a wanker, and I'm rude, and I'm abrupt. Abrupt? But I'm not, I'm honest. I'm honest, I'm just honest. Mm. And, sh- and like, I'm just down the line, aren't I? Yeah. I just want people to say, Dave Allen, good fella, and he always did his best by the people that he cared about. Yeah. That's all I am. I don't, I'm not a world-class boxer. You know why I'm not? I don't want to be a world-class boxer. I don't have it in me. I don't have it in me, so boxing, as far as boxing goes, remember whatever you want, I'm not bothered. But just remember me, like, I do my best for everyone, me. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I'm a clown sometimes. A lot of people don't like me because I'm a certain way. I don't fuck about. Mm. But if I care about you, I give everything. I do. I give every. I give everything away. I give every, everything. Look at Danny Moran when I met him, 15. He wasn't even boxing. Now look at him, he's flying. Mm. I did that. That gave me so much pride. Look at Liam. Look at me two and a half year. Look at him from now, from then to now. Look at Joe. That's why I do it. So I look at him and I think, I'm fucking proud of them. Do you know what I mean? So I do everything for him. And um, so, yeah, as long as I remember me being a nice bloke, that's all right. Mm-hmm. But I'm fully aware a lot of people don't like me. And a lot of people do. But I don't really care. Because none of them say fuck all to me anyway. <laughs> so it don't matter. <laughs> because I'm just honest and straight. So yeah. people can say what they want. And it's just... You got a problem with me? Come and see me about it. Mm-hmm. I don't say that in a threatening way. Anyone ever has anything to say to me? I'm willing to talk to anyone about anything, and I've always been that way. And I find because I am that way, they don't say anything to me anyway because they know that I am that way. Yeah. What can they say? There's nothing I can say here that I wouldn't say to anyone if I saw him. Yeah. When I see Solomon, I say, "Look, mate, you're good." But there's no oh, power. Damn, poor Solomon Davis. No, you're good. I can't believe this me. I think he's really good. I love him. I think he's good. I don't I know him. I refuse to know have him say that. He, he's got much power. There was nothing I wouldn't. There's nothing I wouldn't say in here that I wouldn't say to anyone out I there. Know, I respect that And that's that about the main you. thing. And, I would, and I'm never rude. I'd like to think I'm never rude. I'd like to think. Shut up, you idiot. I would like to think I'm never rude. I've never been rude to you. Ne- what? I've never been rude to you. <laughs> A few uh, times. Yeah. yeah, but I'd like to think that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm a good person. People remember People person. remember me for being a good man. Yeah. Like me or not, they will all say I'm a good man. So I'm not bothered what they say. Yeah. Because they'll all say that and if they're not, they're lying. Yeah. So I'm not bothered. Go and ask me Nan, she'll tell you. Nan and Betty. She'll tell you exactly what I am. How is Nan and Betty? Oh God, not really. Well, well, she's all right. She'll be all right. Good. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add? No. What, what What have we left off the table? Not a lot, love. <laughs> Your shorts are getting shorter. No, no, like, 
make sure where, where's the camera the this camera won't be working well it's just this one so we won't sorry say it's it. only i've got nothing else to say just um talk some bollocks can't we jesus christ yeah well we have to put a um a time cap on it because otherwise we'd be here yeah i forget sometimes the cameras are here I just just like that's just that's just a genuine chat and they're my real beliefs what i've said yeah and they're not designed to upset anyone or to antagonize anyone yeah they're just what i think yeah. so any problems send them to lydia <laughs> and she'll send them on to me yeah fikingtv.com yeah um what i've got to say that's it anyone that's watching this just thank you for watching and um yeah we should get a just giving going two pound a month for lydia's eggs we'll <laughs> fucking freeze them we'll freeze them get some blood we'll all chip in you should, you should, the only eggs I need are on my plate. Thank you, should, you very much. You should recruit. I want you to have kids. <clears throat> I say this. You do. Re you actually want. You, I I, you say it to me all the time. When are you having kids? When are you having kids? I think you should, the world needs more. Can I not just build my little empire here first before need, I think about it? We need more good mothers in the world. I say that all the time. That's one of my things I always say. I say it to my sister all the time. We need more good mums in the world. We do. I agree with you there. So, so that, it's the highest compliment I can but pay. But I can at. still be a maternal force within the world, but I maybe see, not have my own. I see some women, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, fuck, you know, don't have kids, please. So. Well, I'm massively honoured that you, so it's you a do feel. It's a compliment, really. Thank you very much. But uh, we're in 2021 now, and some things you can't say anymore. It's mad, mm. isn't it? No, you can say whatever you want, especially on this podcast. Well, there's nothing off the table that you can't say but my medium does say that I have children so you will be happy she also told me that I meet my future husband in this country within uh, it, it was April Danielle wasn't it before April April. Up, April April coming that I, I've I well, will if you meet. don't mean before then you know what that means don't you it's someone who's it already in mean. my life it was what <laughs> it will mean wasn't it <laughs> bloody hell how do you find someone quick time <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for coming on the podcast yeah. I really appreciate it after that failed corona test this morning I wasn't sure I was going to make it to be honest <laughs> don't be silly don't be silly um, did you enjoy it lovely were the questions okay fantastic good I you had a good time I'm thank delighted you. for you that was episode 10 of the first exchange podcast with the one and only white rhino David Allen thank you